to the city, to the state, to the nation, to the world. We are taking God's word to every man, woman, boy, and girl. True wisdom's coming at you like you never heard before. Come on and get your blessing. See what God has in store. True wisdom. New Hope Ministry. Thank you for tuning in to today's broadcast from True Wisdom New Hope Ministries with Dr. Apostle James Lorenzo Rutledge. We are taking this word from the city to the state to the nation and to the world. We invite you to come and go with us. New Hope Ministries. Look at Isaiah. We're standing there. Uh-huh. Before God yes, Do y'all understand this yes. And Satan Said oh he dirty He's unclean He's filthy Look at his clothes I wonder How many times We try to go before God And Lucifer will say They dirty They unclean They nasty And that seed is so in our world so we accept that we're dirty We're unclean And we cannot change That seed is sold in our minds And because that seed is sold in our minds Realize There was a prophecy before the sin Look at somebody say that you, Do you know there was a prophecy before sin? Do you know there was a prophecy before sin? Oh, y'all don't want this. Huh? So, which one are you going to accept? Huh? Oh, Lord. There was a prophecy on my line. Oh, y'all want Before I made into mistake. Uh, before I got caught up in anything, there was a prophecy on my line. Come on, Jesus. And the prophecy on my life has not died. Y'all ain't seeing Oh, y'all quiet. Y'all done got, y'all done got revelated. Come on, here. Let me get this right here. I'm almost done. I know some of y'all be like, pray the Lord. I'm almost done. Listen what he says. Timothy 1. 1 and 18. First, this charge I commit unto thee. Son Timothy. Son Timothy. According to the prophecies. According to the prophecies. Which went before on thee. Which went before. Listen what it said. Went before and on thee. Yes. Come on. That thou by them might as war a good war. That thou by them might as war a good war warfare. You've got to go to war for the prophecies that have went before you. Amen. Oh, y'all done got quiet. Come on, Jesus. Before. I got to fight for the prophecy that was spoke over my life before sin. Yes, sir. Because I have prophecies before sin. Yes, sir. 
I have prophecies before I was born in this world. I have prophecies before my mother and father got together. Did not the scripture say before your mom and daddy what got together? I knew you. Come on, Jesus. Yes, sir. I already knew you before they got together. I knew you before you was formed in your mother's womb. And I called you then and I made you a prophet unto the nation. Now what has happened, the intimate after I was born went after my prophecy to stop me from getting there. So everything that he has thrown up in my life and all the mistakes I have made up to this point is to stop me from fulfilling and to stop me from fighting for the because if I feel unworthy, if I feel like I cannot do it, guess what I'm not going to do? Oh my God. But guess what I have to do? Guess what I have been chosen to do? Guess what I have been handpicked to do. So what's why am I not fighting? Why am I accepting that I can't do it? I can't walk in. I can't achieve it. I can't have it. I can't possess it. God can't use me like that. Why am I wrestling with something that I know is a lie? Jesus, come on. Lay aside every weight that's so easy to beset you so you can what? Run the race. Why? Why? Why am I neglecting the prophecy? Come on, Jesus. Why am I loosening the prophecy? Why am I turning over my prophecy? Why am I turning over my blessing? Why am I turning over my anointing? Why am I turning over my place in the kingdom? Why am I turning over my revelation? Why am I turning over the will of God for my life? Why am I turning all that over for something that is not relevant because it's after prophecy? My God. And can I tell you a secret? The reason he prophesied first because he knew what you was going to be born into. So we had to prophesy first. So what you were born into did not neglect the prophecy. Oh, y'all ain't saying See? You got caught on what you were born into and what you went through. You didn't get caught on the prophecy. And now God has said, let the prophecy catch you. Because I have always created a way out. Didn't he say I've always created a way of what? Escape. I've always. So if he hadn't, he tells you I have always created a way of what? Escape. So that means there will be some traps set that you will get caught in. Yes, but he have created a way for you to get out of them. Yes, sir. So every possible, every possible avenue that you need to be free. Uh-huh. He has created it for you. Thank you, Jesus. But now watch Lucifer. Stop underestimating Lucifer. He's dangerous in the process of thoughts. Because he know faith starts with a thought. Now you just proved it in Genesis. Faith starts with a thought. God had a thought about man. He had not made him yet. He had a thought about him. Yes, sir. Right? He had a thought about him. He had not made him yet. Okay. Did not it say 
that he said all of that. But man did not get made until chapter what? Two. He said all that in chapter what? One. So he had a what? A thought about man. Now watch. If you're having, if prophecy is words, right? And God said he was the word and the word was what? Okay. Now watch this. If words are formulated through thoughts in our minds, where do you think Lucifer is coming at you to come after those words? Can I talk to you? Just, let me tell you what, how. The only thing imagination is, imagination is your mind. Your mind has created a movie screen and your mind keeps playing the movies of yesterday. Your mind keeps playing old movies. Now what you've got to do is stop your mind from playing those old movies because in those old movies are your past, are your past mistakes, are your past shortcomings. That's why the Bible says cast down all what imagination because imagination deal in your what past and as long as you can feel guilty about your past you're not going to embrace your anointing you're not going to embrace your future you're not going to embrace what God called you to be you're not going to embrace the walk that God has for you you're not going to embrace any of that because you're going to be so caught on your past talking about do how you cannot overcome overcoming your past does not mean having thoughts about it y'all ain't saying that that does not mean you have not overcome stumbling and falling sometimes does not mean that you have not overcame but Lucifer is smart enough. Yes, sir. And because we walk in fear and guilt and not salvation and deliverance, mm -hmm. he's smart enough to play on us. Yes, sir. Some of us so messed up, everything is sin. <laughs> Some of us, we, forgiveness don't even work for us. Oh, y'all ain't got to like what I'm saying. The blood, I don't I don't even know how we can tell what we saying and don't believe the blood is a deliverer. What kind of stuff that is? Amen. So what did he die for? A lie? If the blood ain't delivery, if the blood can't set you free, if the blood ain't for redemption. Oh, Jesus. What was the purpose of him coming? Why take away the thing that he gave you to come out of them any mistake you have made? Why take that away from him? Oh, Jesus. Why re-crucify Christ? Yes, sir. So now he goes, hangs on the cross for all our sins. That's what we say, and that's what we confess every Sunday. That he hung there for all our sins. You know. And when we ask him to forgive us, he forgives us. I don't know how to tell you this. Most of y'all live that lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. Because when you go to God and ask God to forgive you, you don't believe that. Come on, Jesus. Because six months later, you're going to tell me what you did. Oh, my God. Get a prophecy. The Lord want to use you. He called you and chose you in this hour. for the. And the next thing you ask is one of the most unintelligent questions that you could possibly ask. And th this is the question you ask. Lord, you forgive me. Do he know what I did? <laughs> Do he know what I did? <laughs> you mean to tell me? Now, I, I, got, I got to lay this out. The God of the entire universe, the God of this world, That the earth is his footstool. Yes, sir. Did not see what you did. 
And the Bible says eyes are to him and did not see what you did. My God. And we will say in the midst of repentance, God, you don't know what I did. And I've never found the scripture where the blood asked you what you did. Jesus. Don't understand the blood say is repent and he fell for giving you that you are washed in the blood and what can take away my sins nothing see those are songs we don't say no more so we got a whole generation don't know nothing about the blood you know why because we don't sing because we don't believe it no more so we singing uh, contemporary stuff but when I came up I know it was the blood I know it was the blood I know it was the blood Save me One day when I was lost Jesus died upon the cross And I know it was the blood What happened to that? Then how can you say If the blood saved you That you can't be forgiven? Oh. See how you just made the blood alive yes, That's not the purpose of the blood Was for you to be forgiven So if you say you cannot be forgiven on, You Jesus. don't believe In the blood My God. So here we got a whole Generation of people That are crying Because they don't feel That they can be forgiven And nobody taught them that forgiving is not a feeling. Once you make that confession, you are forgiven. Forgiving is not a feeling. Forgiveness is the aftermath of a man dying, giving up his life for you. That's what it is. It's not how you feel. Yes, sir. Forgiveness has nothing to do with how you feel. No, you ain't gonna feel forgiven because you feel shame. Come on, Jesus. So you got to get past shame to get to forgiveness. Because now, once you bring yourself out of shame, you'll realize that you are forgiven. But you got to bring yourself out of shame to realize that you are forgiven. So know when you first repent You don't feel forgiven You know why? Because you walking in shame So you just can't repent for sin You got to repent for feeling shame You've got to ask God to deliver you from feeling shame Because shame stops you from accepting that you are forgiven Come on somebody So we never reach our destiny. We never reach our purpose. We never reach the fulfillment that God have called us to walk in. Because we are a people that keep conjuring up. We, we like we like people that sit around a big pot like them witches and stuff on the movies. And we just keep conjuring up our past and bringing up our past and bringing up what we did and bringing up where we fell short and bringing how we fell down and bringing up what we got into. We just keep conjuring it up because see, there's no hole in the pot. For God to put fresh clean water in Because We won't release And because We won't release We cannot accept The cleansing power Of the blood Because we won't 
Release. So here we are in church. In church. Saying it. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how. And have no concept that the love of God is forgiveness. So how you saying, oh, how I love Jesus? Oh, y'all. And don't know that's the whole concept of forgiveness. Come on, Jesus. That's the whole concept of dying for your sin. Because in the son, he first loved me. My God. <laughs> and what did he die for? Because he loved you. Sin. Thank you, Jesus. See? Yes, sir. So that's what we're doing. So we can never reach our full potential. Because we have put we have put boulders in front of our own self. We have put our own stumbling blocks down. That would only let us go so far. They're like, oh, I can't go over him. Oh. Some of us have created a spiritual maze. And when we get to a certain point, you know, the maze stops, so we run into the wall. Yes, sir. Then we back back up from where we were. So we back all the way back up to the beginning, and we try the same route over and over again. My and we pass by forgiveness. We pass by long suffering. We pass by die for your sins. Jesus. We pass by being blood washed. We pass by being baptized. We pass by die for the re for the remission of your sins. We pass by all of that, and we go back. To the sins we have And see Listen can, can I be honest For a few minutes Let's stop Faking the fun All sin ain't pre-Jesus This is why He gave the blood Because some sin Is after Jesus Some sin is in Jesus So he gave you An avenue For after and in him Oh y'all quiet And because We don't use it now we have been Now we set ourselves on the sideline And we say Well God I don't know if you can use me And God I don't know if you can call me And God I don't know if you chose me And God I don't know if you want me And God you see what kind of person I am And God you see what I have did And God you see all my sin And God you see all my shortcomings And he never Asked you for any Of that What he said was repent and you are Why has can, can I ask a question to, to the church Why has repenting Have become more of a prayer Than salvation Why are there more people repenting Than confessing that they say Y'all don't want to talk to them I thought he told us To confess repenting and then turn around and praise for being saved. Because we are what? Forgiven. So if I'm forgiven for my sin, why am I still repenting? And I need to ask a question. How many of y'all done repented for the same thing? 475,992 times. Some of y'all have repented for the same stuff so much that God be like, oh, hang the phone up, hang the phone up. Hang the phone up. <laughs> That's why the first part of your prayer You be on mute <laughs> God have muted some of y'all You on mute First part of y'all prayer on mute God done muted some of y'all Click You just study going He don't hear nothing 
he don't hear absolutely nothing. Because the first part of your prayer is the same old thing. Oh, Lord, forgive me. Lord, I'm so sorry. Well, when did you do it? 1972? So, your prayer's on mute. So, you write the first part of your prayer, he don't hear you because you're muted. Because your confessing has caused you to be muted. Oh, y'all don't mind. Oh, that was something I told my God don't hear me, he muted you. He muted you. Nope, he did not want to hear you, so he muted you. God tired of y'all crucifying Isaiah. The man got clean and started preaching the gospel. Lord, I'm like Isaiah, I'm naked all the time. That man, God is tired of that. God is tired of y'all crucifying Isaiah. Isaiah need a break. Lord, in the year that, how many times us I got to die? It don't make no sense how many times y'all done killed Uzzah. How many times does King Uzzah have to die? I, he wasn't but one person with Isaiah. You done had 3,496 Uzzah. Jesus. It don't make no sense. That's true. Lord, I'm like Uzzah. I'm standing I'm standing up here with these unclean clothes on. Okay, the man done cleaned your clothes. How many times do God got to send your clothes to the cleaners? What we doing? Amen. How many times do he have to clean your clothes? Come on, Jesus. Some of them so much. Baptism is a habit. We just baptize. It's just been down in the water. Just going. Yes, sir. We got baptism certificates for 380 churches. It, it, it ain't, if it ain't worked by now, maybe you need to reevaluate how you, how you going to baptism. Amen. Yeah. Baptism is the beginning process of your walk with God. Yes, sir. Y'all ain't saying that. We 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 will re we will repeat sin more than we will repeat scriptures. Amen. And I got one question. What do you think God wants to hear more? Your sin or scriptures? Okay, then why you keep repeating your and then I, I, I got to say it because, you know, some of us, you know, we revelate it. We deep. Well, sin is part of the scripture. You absolutely right. Sin is part of your scripture, not my scripture. Don't put that on my Bible. My Bible told me now, once I have repented, my confession is Christ. You keep repenting, your confession is sin. How we got the same Christ? I remember somebody said, Pastor, I said, yes. That way back on Adam's script. See, yes, they said, um, I went six months. Before I messed up, I said, well, did you praise God for them six months? So you learned six months how to live right. Then let's try for six more months. What are we talking about? Did you thank God for six months? See? Because we are sin confessors and not Christ confessors. And that's the issue. We confess sin more. We confess what we have done wrong more than what we have been called to do. We confess more about what our shortcomings than what we have been anointed and appointed to do. When the last time you confess, God, I thank you for making me an evangelist. Come on, sir. 
How many times you said that? God, I thank you for calling me. God, I thank you for choosing me. God, I thank you for handpicking me. God, I thank you for getting me ready for the masters. You, mm -mm. Lord, I'm seeing Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. That's our confession. Come on, Jesus. There is no praise. For being called There's no praise from being delivered There's no praise for being set free There's no praise that no sin can hold me what captive There's no praise for none of that Come on Jesus So we on mute When we go to God And then we wonder why it takes so long We decided to be going And we ain't got nothing yet I don't feel nothing You on mute then the next person get on there and start praying out their heart and you start feeling something. Wait a minute. They ain't on mute. Their confession is different. What was your confession when we started the prayer? Nehemiah confessed about his family sin one time and went on. Every time you go to prayer, you confess. He did it one time. God, for, God forgave all of them and they went on and he went to work and built the whole wall. Jesus. Over one confession. Oh one time confession. One time asking God, asking God for his forgiveness for his generation and his family and that boy went on and built the wall. Jesus. Yes. And we get what y'all doing. <laughs> Confessing about your mom. Confessing about your sister. Confessing about your brother. Confessing about your auntie. Your great auntie, your third auntie on your cousin's side, all kind of stuff. And that boy confessed one time. My God. Once. Just one. And after that one confession, God sent him to work. Yes, sir. Why do why 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 do we have so many confessions about the same thing? Yes, sir. That boy had one confession. And when he made that confession, asked God to forgive him, repented, and went on by his business and built a whole wall. And not only did he build a wall, God blessed him with the stuff he needed to build the wall. Amen. And, and he did not go to God 447 times. Oh my God, my ancestors failed you. <laughs> no, one time. Now my question to you is, why can't it work one time for him? And not work one time God said he ain't got no respect to person So why it can't work one time for us Y'all oh, quiet Oh lord I done went way over there. I'm almost done We done went way over Huh So how can you reach Other people How can you touch other people's lives How can you bring Other souls in how can you tell other people That God forgive them When you can't forgive yourself Who's saying a song Whose report shall you believe Whose report shall you believe Whose report shall you believe Then if you shall believe The report of the Lord Say what I'm healed I'm delivered I'm set free If you believe what the report of the Lord said yes, sir. So my question to you again is Why is sin more prevalent in your life Than the report of the Lord oh my God. Come on Jesus How does sin get more important than God's word Is sin stronger than what God say No sir 
So then what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we saying to God? Yes, sir. What are we saying about the thing that God created in his image and in his likeness? Jesus, come on. And then we'll we'll get up. God too wise and too just to make a mistake. Oh Lord, I I I can't stop. I'm a mistake. But you just said God is too wise and too just to make. Then, well, Lord, I'm a mistake because I can't never start. Okay, that's not see how see a double-minded man is what. There was a gentleman. He was on Facebook. He was a head. How is it if God can forgive the head of the Satanic Church and make him a Christian? Come on, Jesus. Who cursed God Who said God was never real Who cursed the birth of Jesus Christ Who said he was a Lying prophet and he was never If God Can forgive this man whose sole Purpose was to destroy The name of Jesus if God Can forgive him and save him I need to ask What's wrong with the church Why is it Possible somebody Who worships Satan uh-huh. Know the power of forgiveness Of Jesus Christ and we don't How can you tell me A satanic worshiper Amen. And we don't Tell me How is that possible Come on give God a clap praise To wisdom New home ministry Thank you for listening to this week's sermon. You can catch us live every Sunday at 1130 a.m. on Facebook Live at True Wisdom or in person at 1477 Capital Circle Northwest. We want you to come and watch God give the increase in your life. True Wisdom New Home Ministry